0: Good afternoon.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. For our audience, this is our second try, and John has decided it's afternoon and not morning. All right, John. How are you doing?
0: I'm well, and yourself?
1: I'm good. For those of you who stumbled upon us, we're the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve.
0: And this is Obvious
1: John. That it seems to be Obvious John. All right, John. How's the weather there?
0: ha hot.
1: Uh huh. This is the time of year when I like hearing about your weather because you, you don't brag it up the same way you do uh, like 10 months, the other 10 months of the year. Yeah, it's a little
0: steamy. August, you know, we we had a really, really mild July. We only had one day in the month of July where it hit triple digits. So uh, I think we're going to pay for it in August and probably get the entire month of August and triple digits.
1: So in other words, you're, you're not going out.
0: No, I'm playing golf this afternoon.
1: Oh, are you? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess that's one way to lose weight, huh? Yeah. Just got to stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. There you go. And and let me see, from the poll this week, what is it? Bud Light? Was that what you're hydrating with?
0: That's not what I hydrate with, no. But, uh, yeah, that was number one this week. It wasn't a poll. That was in total annual sales, right?
1: Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Uh yes. We shared a uh, a, a very uh you, you thought distasteful set of statistics about what the American uh beer sales were and uh I, I was it Bud Light, Coors no. Light.
0: Yeah, Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light are the big three, right? But make ultra past Coors or Miller Light. So Wow. But it's the shocker, done. two big shockers on that list. Is that right? One, the Bud Ice even made the list. I mean, okay. who, how does who even drinks Bud Ice anymore besides college students, probably? Which leads me to my second big surprise, which was Natural Light, also known as Natty Light, uh-huh. to be in the top, to be number six with over a billion dollars in sales. Do you imagine how many, they would, as far as quantity of beer... Natty Lights got to be at the top because when yeah. you can buy a 30 pack for 15 bucks, I mean, you got to think about how many, how many beers have to be sold to reach a billion dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean you have to think about that, John?
0: Yeah. Well, it was, I found it interesting, I guess.
1: Is that right? Uh, I, 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 initially, and I, I fouled it up as I shared the tweet, uh, the, the it, it was interested in, in, interesting to me because the person tweeting said, All you uh east coast uh, uh feats who uh with your imported beer, you, you can see what the country's really like, right? So, yeah, and, and the number one uh European import was what like Heineken at number nine,
0: yeah, Heineken, which is ugh,
1: you're not not a fan of the. Of the uh the, no. of, the, of of the big green, huh? No, hmm. I'm not. No, no. Uh, it was interesting that uh, the person who said that uh, seemed to ignore uh, the uh the fact that there were two Mexican beers uh, very high up, like fourth and sixth or seventh. Yeah, Corona and and uh,
0: I forget Dos Equis. I think they were.
1: Yeah. My, I think you have the wrong. Uh, it's Modelo, was oh,
0: yeah. Modelo was
1: up there, right. And, and Modelo, uh, uh, whatever yellow and not the black,
0: right. Yeah, right. Especial,
1: so, especial. Okay, right. So that that is our uh, pop culture discussion. And uh, just to remind you all, drink your American light beer. I am not sure why everybody. I guess, just pure, uh, why do people de- drink Diet Coke with their ice cream, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess uh, yes. the, saving those few calories for something. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Not not, not that worried about taste.
0: Yeah. That's why I said stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Right.
1: Okay. So so uh, let, let's move on, John. Uh, I went to the movies again last weekend, and I saw something uh, that uh, I remember as... It was labeled as Fast and Furious, colon, Calvin and Hobbes. So uh, I, uh, I I figured I should report on this, right, John?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Oscar nominations from this movie, right? Top quality acting.
1: Well, uh, The Rock has yet to get a, a nomination for being able to do what he can do with his eyebrow. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Using that history as my guide, I suspect you're right. Yeah. Good, so there you go. It it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, it is interesting. Uh, I don't want to make light of anything, but uh, in a week that saw a couple mass shootings, right, John?
0: Mm-hmm. Here,
1: these two guys stand in the middle of all these people with uh, those kinds of rifles. I mean, you know, like two dozen circled around them, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Firing
1: off all these blasts, neither one of them took a single scratch. The entire movie,
0: you know. Hey, it's uh,
1: yeah. I want go go ahead, John. I want to hear you explain that.
0: That's the movies for you. I saw a funny. Uh, it's like the other day I saw a funny meme where, you're know, like the villain, he's like, "I'll snap you in half with one throw," and da da da, and one throw and smoosh your head, and and then like the pro, the hero of the movie is like, "Oh, I'm gonna toss you aside and do a." two-minute monologue about how I can, how I'm going to crush you and then let you defeat me. It's kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyway, I, I, it, the movie was fun enough. If That's the kind of thing you want to see. Uh, a lot of, uh, it seems like motorcycle chases are the thing this year. There's a big motorcycle chase uh, through, through a city where no such thing would ever happen uh, in this case, London. Uh, and as I said, a lot of guys standing around with, uh, something like an AK 47 who, uh, can't, uh, put a blemish on either the rock or Jason Stratham or the woman who's with them. Um, so, uh, good stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so John, let, let's push on to more interesting things. Uh, it's the opening week of the uh, FedEx Cup, the new FedEx Cup on the PGA Tour, and uh, we should open with our, our standard Tiger watch, right, John?
0: Oof, not good. Not, not for good, L for El Tigro today.
1: El Tigro, huh?
0: Plus four on the round, uh, yeah. near, near the bottom bottom of the list of everybody yes. that's finished. So
1: there's, there's one, one guy with a higher score than him, uh, from the morning group. Yes. That is not, uh, there's not screaming contention, is it, John?
0: No, especially when, uh, you got some leaders that went out and lit up the course, uh, with, uh, Tony Merritt setting the course record at 62, nine under DJs at eight, a couple sevens, a few sixes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: score is not impressive,
0: huh? I'd say Tiger will be uh, – will probably will not be playing next week, right? Uh, Doesn't
1: he have I think to, he, ha- I top
0: think he has to. I think he has to. He won't fall out of the top 75?
1: Well, it's 70, and, and I, I thought the numbers said that he – I don't know that he has to score at all to stay in the top 70. Hmm.
0: Well, I guess the biggest downfall for him is that there are no cuts. Right. Uh, so he has to play four rounds, uh, regardless of what he shoots.
1: Yes, if he shoots plus sixteen, uh, his back's just going to hurt like hell come <laughs> Sunday evening, right? And Andy has to go to Chicago next weekend. So
0: yeah, uh, yeah, and play none. four rounds again.
1: Right, and play four rounds again. Uh, I do not, I do not like his odds of making it to Atlanta. I, I would, uh, I would tend to agree with you. Yes. Okay, just tend to agree. So, so John, can you explain the new PGA, the FedEx playoffs?
0: Uh, it's fairly simple. They they go from one twenty five to seventy to thirty five in three rounds instead of last year. It was what four
1: rounds to get been, to Atlanta? Been four four for a long time, yes. Or a dozen years they've been doing this. Yeah, so they're, they're reducing to, to from. From uh, four tournament playoff to three, they moved it back so it's in August instead of in September. And what ha- what happens that last weekend, John? I don't know what. Oh, you don't know? Oh, this <clears throat> is great. So whoever is the points leader on uh, uh, for starting in Atlanta starts at minus ten. And then they stagger everybody in the field up to twenty-six through thirty, or or even par. Uh, so, um, whoever, so, you start day
0: one with a if you're in thirtieth place or thirty-fifth or whatever, you're you start day one with a ten, 10 shots, ten strokes behind. Right. It's interesting.
1: Uh, this way, this way, as the Times put it in their story, I think it was yesterday. You uh, don't have the confusion of last year where Tiger's grinning having won the tournament while Justin Rose is grabbing the $10 million check and the trophy. So there will be one winner that weekend, one trophy, one check.
0: So it's essentially going to be based mainly that, you know, the top 15 guys are going to be the real contenders coming into the last day then.
1: Uh, well, uh, no. Yeah, I, I, get, I guess you... Depends upon how the field spreads out and everything. But, you know, even going into the last day, you know, you could throw a little 62 on the board and come from way back, right? Correct. And pick up 15 mil. Boom. It would almost get your juices flowing, right, John? Yeah.
0: It it gives you some motivation, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So So in
0: in other golf news, uh, not to derail this conversation real quick, but did you uh, pay any attention to the LPGA last weekend? No. Uh, the young girl that... Uh, by, won... by the way,
1: I didn't pay any attention to the PGA last weekend either, in fairness, so so I don't get called out as a sexist on this one.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, so, last week, uh, I was, was trying good. to say her name right, Analko Shibuno, yeah. which they uh, played in her first ever... LPGA event uh-huh. her first ever major
1: yeah and went mm-hmm. and won it and won all right
0: and it was uh, it was pretty awesome it was uh I mean she's like they call her the smiling something and you know she literally had an ear-to-ear grin the entire weekend that she played golf it was pretty cool it's a good okay. story how old is she 20 I think
1: and uh can I ask where she's from
0: you can she's from japan i believe
1: okay so a 20 year old japanese woman uh won her first major at the british open last weekend at woburn which is an interesting golf course but we'll it's we'll not remember. very
0: it doesn't have the very british open feel does it
1: no no It it is it is an inland parkland kind of course
0: yeah right yeah i i a little bit. So I got to see in the mornings, of course, that's, what's nice about the British open. It's on, on Saturday and Sunday morning when there's nothing else on TV. So that's why I was watching most of it. And, uh, yeah, it looked like a, it looked very American. It did not look very, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, European at all.
1: No, no, it's uh, it's one of the top courses in England, but it is not what your is not a links course. So there you go. We're, 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 13 minutes in and we haven't we haven't even gotten to the meat of our discussion so so john uh people are starting to talk about college football it's right it's it's here yeah two weeks away right yep uh two weeks yeah that's not it, it starts on a thursday night right yeah so um uh, let, let, let's just pull this out john uh this is a time of year when people start looking at over and under win numbers and uh calling uh well used to call your bookie but now you go down to your ne- nearest parlor and uh and plunk down some money so uh john uh, where's your money going this year on the over and under list and uh on wind who, who have you seen you done you've you done enough research you heard him talk about anything that you're like man i got to put some some of my dinero on that baby because that that is uh that is obviously uh, easy money yeah i mean i think there's
0: some teams that uh he, he definitely kind of give you some head stretchers on uh on what they were what they were going with there I like personally and yes I'm biased, but I think uh, Indiana can win more than six games this year, which I think was their uh, number so I'll take IU and the over six
1: <laughs> okay so so let's break that down John because um, I know you follow me on Twitter and uh, the other day they asked how many games would they win and uh, do you remember what I said?
0: No what did you say?
1: four so you think IU will win four well you know they they the uh, btn puts the schedule up so uh uh so i looked at the schedule and i i said four yes that's so you want to walk me through the schedule and tell me which ones are winning let me see let me see if i can find it Yes, well, while while you're thinking about that, John, both Clemson and Alabama uh, are 11 and a half. Okay. So, well, well, John, I mean, that means uh, the worst anybody's thinking is they're going to uh, uh, maybe lose a game, but you have to figure out, are they going to go undefeated or just lose one game? Both of them. Uh, and and doesn't it get boring if it's Alabama Clemson again
0: I mean are you going to be overly surprised if it is
1: no but I think it's a bit boring okay I use schedule you got up not yet they opened with Ball, Ball, Ball State in Indianapolis I'll take IU in that one right Eastern Illinois at home take the
0: W I'll take the W, Eastern Illinois, where Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints, and Tony Romo both played.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Then you play Ohio State at home. Uh, yeah, probably not going to win that one. Okay, Connecticut at home.
0: I'll take UConn. Or I'll take a W against UConn.
1: Okay, you got three. Okay, all right. And I have not disagreed with you yet. Um, you have to play at Michigan State. Loss. Okay, home, at, home with Rutgers.
0: Should be a W.
1: Okay, there's four. Okay, at Maryland.
0: <laughs> That's one that they're going to have to win to get over six, so I'll, I'll take a W there.
1: Okay, I, I, I was not taking the W there. At Nebraska. Uh, probably not going to win that one. Right. Uh, home against Northwestern.
0: Another one that they're going to have to win to get
1: over six to get over six yes okay at penn state loss uh home against michigan loss okay and then at purdue gotta win it right if you go so you've got maryland northwestern purdue you need to win to get over six correct uh and two of those are on the road correct okay so that, that that's our breakdown of the uh, of the IU schedule. I I think almost as interesting is the fact that uh, I quoted you eight for Purdue this year. That was the number on the button, wasn't it? That was the number on the button. Though I've heard that it's dropping because I'm sure betting the under is a thing to do. Yeah. I can, I cannot imagine them winning eight games.
0: So. Again, I look at the, uh, like you said, betting the under is a thing to do. So not only do they put the number at 8, but if you take the over, that's a plus 156 bet. If you take the under, it's a minus 184. Whereas with IU and the 6, if you take the over, that's a minus 136, and an under is a plus 116.
1: So they're suggesting
0: to take the over. The odds makers want you to take the over in... IU and the
1: under in Purdue. Okay, you you rattled all those numbers off so fast I couldn't follow, but okay, okay. I'll I'll trust you on that one. But uh, Purdue plays everybody in the West, and I, I won't even go home and home because that's nobody knows what's going to happen in the in the West this year. Nebraska's supposed to be better. I mean, I quoted you what Nebraska at eight and a half or something yeah, crazy. Yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska is supposed to be pretty decent this year, right? So they had to play play all these teams uh, from the West. They play Penn State at Penn State. Uh, obviously, they have IU at home, and I think they play Maryland uh, at home. Uh, and then they they they're non conference. They play at Nevada. Uh, I don't know where they play TCU, but they play TCU and they play Vanderbilt.
0: Yeah, it says, it says that TCU is a home game. TCU is at Purdue. Yeah, so is Vanderbilt's a home
1: game also. Okay, so they have those two. But those are not, I mean, the Nevada game. Nevada could be a scary one. Right. They do, they do not have too many games where the point spread is more than four. I think they only have one in the preseason. The, uh, the current point spread is four. So, in other words, they're going to win eight games. They're going to win a lot of they're going to win some tough games. Yeah, and uh, so if they won eight, I would be ecstatic. But I, I think whoever thinks they're winning eight with a quarterback who's – I'm not sure what he's going to be um, uh, I guess they're hoping their defense is going to be a lot better than it was a year ago. You know, they lost both their top rushers too. So, Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So uh, anything else to talk about in terms of college football and those over under numbers, anybody you're, would you take Nebraska at eight and a half? No, I would. not I'd, I'd bet the under on that. Okay. How about Texas at nine and a half? Are you spritzing or something? <laughs>
0: no, you don't really want to know what was happening. Okay. I'll, I'll put it this way.
1: It involves a cat. Okay. Um, Texas. Not no, in the no, head. no. Okay. Without looking at their schedule.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's tough. I, I don't think they've improved that much. And I feel like there's going to be more parity in the big 12 this year than I mean, it seems like a lot. I mean, Kansas isn't, shouldn't Kansas be better than three and a half? Uh, no. Kansas can't get four wins.
1: No. Um. Uh, let me let me. Uh, so uh, and they've got OU at ten and a half.
0: Yeah, OUs. I'll take OU.
1: I'll yeah. take The over there. Really, you think they're going to go eleven and one or better? Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay. Is one I was just looking at. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah. So, this SEC they've got it's pretty much mathematically impossible to do with their they got Alabama and Georgia both with 11. They got Florida and LSU both with 9. Yeah. Which which of those do you like? Do you like any of those?
1: But now you, Alabama and Georgia are both at eleven. Correct. I like. I like. They don't play in the regular seasons.
0: Correct. Okay. I'm good with those. You like? Do you think Florida and LSU will both get nine? No. Yeah, that was. I guess what I was, I was more pointing towards those numbers than the than the elevens. Well. I don't think Florida got that much better this year.
1: And don't they play LSU? Yeah. So. And Georgia. Well, of course, they're in Georgia's division, so they're going to play Georgia. But uh, I'd like to know who else they played in the West. Probably LSU and Tennessee, maybe. No, Tennessee's in the East, right? Yeah, you're you're not helping. I thought you were looking at it. I'm try, i trying. We're we're prepared with our schedules. My computer doesn't want to. Well, that's to break. but no, I, I think Florida at nine seems high. Okay. Given their their who they have to play. Um, uh, I guess one of the questions is how good is Florida State going to be, and uh, because that could be a W or not, right?
0: Right, yeah.
1: So uh, that, might, that might bump them to nine if they, they can beat them and sweep everybody else in the East. we get them pretty, pretty close to nine. So uh, college football season is close. Uh, I started off with Alabama and Clemson. Uh, we're not going to be surprised if they're back on the top. And yeah. Ohio State, uh, nine and a half. Uh, looks like they're they're going to be close to the top in the Big Ten, right?
0: Yeah, Ohio nope. State's the highest preseason ranking in the Big Ten uh, above Michigan.
1: Just above, yeah. Yep.
0: And then there's not another team in the Big Ten until you get to number 18, Wisconsin.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So, John, how are you feeling about the Mets right now? they're
0: hot. <laughs> they're playing
1: real well yeah uh, I don't know that the win last it's, I, I know they had won 13 of 14 so um, and had gotten themselves within a sniff of the uh, wild card which uh, you know uh, with their, they everyone sniff. thought they should be selling uh, you know a week ago. At the yeah. Time, so, yeah, they're
0: only a half game back of the second spot tied. Uh, you know, they still got three teams they got to get over, which is the Cardinals, Brewers, and Phillies, one of those. But, you know, those four teams. But they're think, only, like two, we said earlier, they're,
1: they're only two and a half back of the Nationals in their division, who I'm sure they must play six more times at least. Yes.
0: Yeah. So there's, well, also you got the Phillies also and the
1: the Phillies. Yeah. So they got two division teams they can chase down. So big surprise suddenly that the Mets are something, huh?
0: Yeah. I mean, well, they've won six in a row. So anytime you can put together a streak streak like that, you're going to, you're going to move up the board a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, my focus is, uh, is for the Cubbies to hold off the rest of the division, which, uh, how are your Cardinals doing?
1: My my Cardinals, well, I hope they find them someplace between St. Louis and the West Coast. So, uh, because uh, as you know, they uh, the, the uh, O for five in the West Coast trip, including losing in the bottom of the ninth last night or yesterday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, and one of those that uh, makes you cry. But when you take a one nothing lead, a one run lead into the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Shit happens yeah
0: it gets a uh, nerves can play a factor in those tight games like that especially when
1: you need a win well yeah and, and uh, that's uh, they're not exactly playing a slouch team either so right right so Which, you, go. you know also the Dodgers have won five in a row so they're they're playing pretty decent ball as well well you know if you want to talk about how many in at one five in a row let's talk about how many they've just played one, John. I mean, they are, uh, 77 and 40, right. They're 18 games up in their division and they are, uh, let's see, they are nine games up on Atlanta for the best record in the national league. So, um, I think I saw that when they won their 75th game, um, uh, they didn't win 75 games till early September, uh, not even early, early September last year. And you know, they went to the World Series. So this team seems to be, uh, you know, running on all cylinders and they've got a couple people missing yet. So, uh,
0: Yeah, they're they're
1: they're gelling, to say yeah, the least. They're a little scary. Yeah. Uh, to the National League. I I have a feeling that when they run into the American League again, there won't be much fear shown. So, uh, yeah,
0: luckily the Cubs don't have to play them the rest of the year. So, well, we do have the Mets coming up in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, well, I I remember 1969, wasn't it? Yeah, but anyway, uh, you don't, so Uh, no, but I know what you're referencing. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, I, I, I don't really want that to happen again, but, uh, it is interesting, uh, how the Dodgers are situated, uh, and how much they might coast. And, uh, it's still going to be craziness, both in the central and the national league and for the wild card. As you said, there are what, five, six teams really tightly bunched still and. uh, the Cardinals yeah. are still hanging in there despite going 0-5 on the West Coast. Yeah, and that is a huge advantage for the
0: Dodgers because, you know, you take anybody that's got some tweaks or, you know, some slight discomfort or minor injuries, it gives you an opportunity to rotate a lot of guys in and out and, uh, you know, give some guys an extra, some extra rest. So uh, I would expect them to be pretty fresh come, come uh, playoff time.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I saw an article today in the athletic, about the 11 guys out uh, of the minors who could help teams right now. And of course, the Dodgers have the number one guy. So uh, it's not like they uh, are short of people to plug in and play. So it's good to be king. It's good to be king and, yeah, and have money. Well, John, this has been fun. Uh, tonight is the opening of NFL preseason uh, with the a, official opening. Right. 11 games on tack. So, we will be uh, glued to our TV sets to see uh, Murray play five downs uh, for the uh, Cardinals and um, et cetera, et cetera. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see a rookie uh, maybe get a little more snaps than that. But yeah, for the most of your your guys, some of your a lot of your veterans won't even play the first week. Uh, but still, it's football. Yeah. I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah, how many carries is Zeke doing in the opening game?
0: He will not. Uh, he's probably uh, unless he's carrying drinks back to the bar in Cabo. Is that right? Does that count as a carry? I think it, it probably in his mind it does.
1: Oh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you, that that was pretty funny though. Yeah, that was that was a that was a nice nice pickup. Uh, and, and John, what, uh, just just to, to finish with. Uh, one of the 10 stupidest things we've heard this week. Uh, what's the recovery time on frostbite to the feet <laughs> in August? Yeah, quite a while. Um, six to eight weeks, is that what they're saying? Is that right? Yeah.
0: Especially for a guy, I mean, for a speedster, you know, somebody's going to be running. So, you know, I've done that cryo freeze thing once. A buddy of mine had a Groupon for it when we went and did it. And, I mean, you have to put on gloves, you have to put on... Uh, socks They have special socks that you wear, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because that's exactly why. Because, you know, your fingertips, you know, it gets to like negative 300 and some degrees or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a little chilly.
1: Yeah. And, and when your toes are freezing off, you don't say anything, John?
0: I would think you'd be like, hey, maybe I should put some socks on. Yeah. Or, or be pounding
1: on the things and got me out
0: of here. I would say it's probably from repeated use. Instead of, I wouldn't think it was just from one event, but maybe. Hmm. So you're telling me repeatedly he didn't wear socks. I would say either he didn't wear socks or he didn't wear heavy enough socks.
1: Uh huh. Well, here we go. I, I have to make sure I put that in the in our headline to capture uh, capture uh, listeners, John. The the whole heavy enough socks debate is uh, is going to be going to be big for Raiders fans, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and those athletes, they use those things a lot. Like, I remember when uh, Michael Phelps was training for the Olympics last time, they said he was doing it, like, three or four times a day. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, Daniel Craig, when he was training for uh, the Bond movie, he was he was in it four or five times a day. I mean, you're only in them for ten minutes, max.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you come out looking and feeling like a different man, huh? Well, you look. You come out looking like Daniel Craig in a Bond movie.
0: No, it's to, it's the healing process mm-hmm. is what it's supposed to do. It makes your blood move very fast through your system and
1: continue to heal. Hmm. All right. So so now, Doctor John, helping us out, and um, I I think it's a good place to finish, don't you, John?
0: I would say it's probably perfect.
1: Probably perfect. All right, John. You have a good weekend. Enjoy, you too steve en- enjoy the uh the um so-called football uh this yeah. weekend
0: the quote air quote football
1: air quote football uh, and, and and tiger woods you yeah. know between mm. the two of them you're gonna have a lot yeah. of fun yeah <laughs> all right, all right. take weekend. care john you too yeah bye, bye.